Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What up, it's Bravo the Bag Chaser. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastion. All right, y'all. So we have Bravo, the emphasis on the emphasis, bag chaser. Yeah. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling right today. You feel me? Atlanta. First and foremost, I want to wish you a belated happy birthday. How did you celebrate it? Shit, to be honest. You know, just the gang out, we went out, just ate and shit, you feel me, nothing crazy. You know, just kicked it. I had court on my birthday, so, and the day after, so I wasn't really in the mood to go, you feel me, turn up or nothing like that. Did you at least turn up after? Shit, I'm in Atlanta, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how does it feel to be 20 and turned? Shit, it feel good. I mean, you know, it feel good to know that I'm one of the, Youngest doing it really in like LA and shit. I'm trying to go crazy, go global and shit, but you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take some time, but yeah. Now, backpedaling to your younger days, I know that you were back and forth between LA and the Valley. How was that growing up? That shit was just crazy, you know, having split parents and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I'd have to go wherever my mom lived, wherever my daddy lived. Like, you know, it wasn't really up to me till I got like about 17, 16 and shit. You know, that's when I was really doing my own shit. But, uh, you know, it was just, it was hectic. Everything's better now though. What would you say is the difference between LA and the Valley? Shit, to be honest, it's just like the Valley more like, um, I feel like it's the same shit, to be honest. I feel like it's just the, it's just like the distance and shit. I don't, I don't really know. It's just the same shit for me. Now, I know that you are of Hispanic descent, and I know in L.A. there's, like, Hispanics everywhere. Yeah. So, being that you are specifically Mexican, how would you describe the Mexican culture in L.A.? Uh, like, that's, it's, it's, it's a it's a lot of Mexicans, a lot of, it's very diverse. You know what I mean? The Valley really is it, where like, it's most Mexicans and shit. It be turned, you feel me? LA be stupid too, but um, yeah, you know. Now, I'm really curious to know who were your musical influences growing up? Shit, it was really like Nip, like Nip and shit, like Too Short. Shit like that. I wasn't really like a big music fan, but the people I did listen to and shit, I, I took game from them, you know what I mean? So, yeah. What was it about 
Nipsey and Too Short that you would say really influenced you? Well, Nip basically gave gave the blueprint on how to, you know, do this shit independently. And, you know, I don't know. I feel like I took a lot of game from bro. Like, I really ain't never seen nobody do shit like him. Everybody, you know, you be you be starving for fame. I, I, I ain't never starving for nothing. I, I, I'm going to take shit as it comes. So, uh, so, yeah, Nip, that's what I took. From like too short, he was just you know a player, so that's where my little player vibe come in and my my gangster vibe. Like you feel, I mix it in. I, I I say some ratchet shit. You feel me? Like that's you know that's where that come from. Type. So I'm, I I want to make a song. We gonna make a song. Watch. Manifest it. <laughs> no, we gonna do it. I really like that combination because it's like a balance. So you have like too short who's just turnt as hell, player as hell, and then you have Nipsey, a person who was so a full of type. wisdom. Yeah. How did pursuing music come about for you? Um, really, my brother was, was the one that got me into this shit. Like, free my brother, by the way. You know what I'm saying? But um, he, he's really the one that got me into this shit. I would just fuck around. But really, it happened when I was going to jail and shit. Like, I was in and out of jail, like, my whole juvenile life, like, for years, bro. You feel me? Like... One time, like one year, some get out, like, you know, just in and out, like, you feel me? And then, so when I was in jail, I would just, uh, I would just be rapping and shit, and everybody would fuck with it. So when everybody fuck with it, I'd be like, oh, you know, that's cool. So when I got out, my brother was all like, oh, I'm finna have somebody come record you, man. We finna, you know, start recording this shit. I used to record on the mic, you know, with a sock over it. So, um, and then my brother went to jail and shit. He caught a case back in like 2016, 2017. And then I had just gotten out from jail. I had I, I was out for two days, like, you feel me? Like, I only seen him once. I had just did like a year. And um, and yeah, that, that shit really woke me up. I was like, damn, what the fuck I'm finna do with my life? So I was like, shit, I'm gonna try to rap. I'm gonna try to be a rapper. So here we are, you know? So before you initially thought that the idea of rapping, did you think that you would actually become a rapper? I still don't even feel like a rapper. Oh God, like, <clears throat> but uh, shit, that, that, that was the goal for real. That was for real the goal. It feel good. Like when you do some shit that you kind of like wanted to do type shit, it feel really good. But uh, you know, I'm just trying to keep going further and shit. I ain't slowing down. I wanted to know what did the grind look like for you? What exactly did you do to get to where you are now? Oh, <coughs> shit, just work, just working and shit. You know, when I when I feel like I ain't productive or nothing, I just start working. I, I gotta do some shit. I gotta do something. To, I gotta put some. I gotta get back into my career type shit. So like, I don't ever just be on my ass. You feel me? It's too much money out here. I'm trying to get it. So when did you finally decide, like, damn, I'ma just pursue this shit full time? When I started getting uh, good feedback from the fans, from YouTube, when I started going up and shit, I mean, you got to, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So how was that transition for you from the streets into going into the industry? Um, that shit was crazy. I'm really not in the industry yet, though. That's the crazy part. Like, I'm still me. I'm still the same motherfucker. I still, you know, be on the 
same shit I was, just I'm in a different position now. And uh, it's just, yeah, I ain't, yeah, I ain't industry. I ain't industry <laughs> at all. I feel that. And you know, the more that you elevate is when you start losing people, it just happens. And did you have to go through losing some people that you thought would be on this ride with you? For sure, lost some people, man. You know, I lost some people. Some people just, we fell off. Some people, you know, RIP my boy Pac-Man, long live Pac-Man, you know, I lost him for real. And uh, just, it's just like, uh, it is what it is. I can't really put a gem in my program for nobody, you know. So when did you know it was time to start removing certain people out of your circle? I ain't removed nobody. I never, I'm never a weirdo like that. Oh yeah, I, oh, you know, I wanna fight with y'all. Like, you gonna have to do some sucking shit or some weird shit you f for us to fall out. Like, I, I don't fall out with people, you feel me? They fall out with me. And do you feel that money changes you or the people around you? Money don't change shit. It don't change shit about you, about me. It do change everybody around you. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You feel me, motherfuckers? It change everybody around you. That's, that's the most fucked up part right there, but you gotta learn how to deal with it type. How did you learn how to deal with it? I just adapted to this shit, basically. That's it, I just, it is what it is. I'm gonna have to deal with it, right? And I really want to talk to you about the LA music culture. Um, how would you describe the current state of the LA music scene? That shit is, it's cool. I mean, it's going up more than it was. You know, like Draco got out, you know. Fuck with, I've been fucking with Draco shit when I was, you know, in the halls and shit like that. And, uh, you know, I, I know Blast going up too. Uh, it's looking better than it did type shit, you know. So, yeah. So before, how would you describe it? It was still, it was still good. It was still up, but it just, it, I Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I feel like it's more energy and shit there. Like we building it up. What we really gotta do is just like, just all you know, be on some, you know, come together and shit, do do some shit for the city. But uh, you know, it's a lot of artists. It's a lot of good artists in LA for real. We just all gotta really do something about it. Now, as I was dissecting the LA music scene, I did see a pattern with it. And I've no, I feel like there's this connection with LA and hip hop music. A lot of artists that come out of LA into the hip hop scene, I feel like they have longevity. So you have artists such as like Kendrick Lamar, YG, Nipsey. It's like something about them that we will always remember. What is it about LA that produces that longevity? Shit, to be honest, I feel like it ain't no longevity in LA. <laughs> I feel like that's it. I mean, you name people, you know, when you hear about them though, years ago, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it need to be more longevity and shit. I feel like our shit just need to go, it need to get out of LA, it need to get, you, you feel me, type shit. I like your perspective, cause I'm from the South. So yeah. like, you know, we be kind of, when it comes to LA music, we be a little, I wouldn't say a little bit behind, but y'all get it when it first come out, but we get it like a little months later after it comes I out. I feel like everybody should get it at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's the shit that that's the issue right there, you know. But uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. <coughs> For you, how did it feel being recognized by artists like Drakeo, Blueface, and we got Az Shike? Uh, shit, you know that. I mean, I, I listen to all of them and shit. They cool. I fuck with them. You know, I appreciate it. You know, shit gonna go a long way. And I was watching one of your older interviews, and I thought it was interesting that you said you don't refer to yourself as a rapper. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I mean, shit. If I pull, I, I really be doing normal shit. I mean, I still do the same shit. I don't be on no like. Uh, I don't be trying to. I'm not on no like rapper shit. You know, when I do rapper shit, it just be interviews and shit like that. You know. It is, I feel like to be a rapper, refer yourself like refer to yourself as a rapper. You gotta be like bigger type shit. You feel me? You know what? I'm, I'm on the way though. So. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that I think you're a rapper because let me tell you something. Women are like the best A and R's. Women are the best A and R's, and immediately if a woman starts bobbing her head to the music, you lit. You a rapper? No, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're a rapper after yeah, a woman like start you're, if a if a woman bobs her head to your music, like you got that shit on you. Man, bitches be bobbing their head at anything. I don't day. think so. Oh god. I don't think so. Like, well, I know me, like if it's trash, I'm not bobbing my head to it. But your music, like, I instantly I want to do like this little this little groove. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Now let's get into your <coughs> project that you just released, Bag Chasing. I feel like it's the perfect title because you know we're coming out of a pandemic and things are slowly opening up. And I feel like for some reason after the pandemic, it just brought out this certain type of grind. Mm -hmm. So how was the overall experience recording this project? That shit was dope. I mean, me and the team, we've been working on that shit for like about a year now. It's been crazy, you know, I, I wanted to drop that shit sooner, you know, but it's like good good songs just kept coming. And we was like, man, that shit got to go on a project. We can't, like that shit that I did with uh Blue and uh, Draco, that shit, the project, I thought it was done. You feel me? I thought it was done already. And when we when I when I laid that verse down, I was like, man, this got to go on the project. And, you know, it did, it's doing what it's doing. So, uh yeah, I, I feel great about the project. You know, everybody go stream that, bag chasing out now. You know, but yeah, I, I fuck with it. How long did it take this project to really like come all together? About a year. Really? About a year, yeah, for real. I know some of your projects, well, the tracks on the projects were produced by platinum producer Scum Beats. How was the chemistry in the studio when you guys were working? Man, that's my dog, bro. Oh, God, yeah. Like, we in the studio, it's funny because it's like, we just be in there going up, basically. We just be vibing. And the shit we do, it's like, it end up being, you know, music for the streets, too. So it's just a win-win because we just really doing what the fuck we doing. And people eating it up, so, you know. And who were some other producers that you had on the project? I know I had a lot of Yano. Shout out a lot of Yano. Shout out um, Cuddy Joe, DTB, man, who else? I, I had a, you be, I had Cypress. I'm pretty sure I had Cypress, I think. But, um, 
I had a lot of people. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. Now, what would you say were some of the emotions that you feel with recording some of the tracks on that project? It was all type of emotions on it. Like, I'm telling you, it took a year. You can't go, go and record a project in a month, you know, like, <clears throat> it's gonna sound like the same shit. I'd go in and do some different shit. I was going through different shit, you know, and it just, you know, you going through some shit, you gonna rap about it, then you turn it up, you feel good, you gonna, you know, so that's what I do, that's what I do. That's a good strategy to rap when you really feel it, because I feel like people make their best music when they really tuned into their emotions. Yeah, for sure. Now, your track, Stay Dangerous, featuring Blueface and Drakeo, is going the hell up right now, especially on YouTube. Did you guys get the chance to record that song together in the studio? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I had did some shit, so I had did the hook. Then, um, in a verse, my verse and shit, and then we had, uh, I think we had, no, we had Draco. We had Draco pull up. And then he did his shit on it, you feel me? He went in there and gassed that motherfucker. Uh, and then um, I was like, man, I was like, man, I think Blue, you know, me and my manager we were like, yeah, I think that's the move. And then, you know, he fucked with it, so he, he got on it, so it, was, it just, it did good. So we all watched the visual in the office and we was turned up to it. <laughs> what were the vibes when y'all were recording to the visual for it? Man, just a whole lot of bottles, whole lot of weed, whole lot of money, whole lot of foreign cars, whole lot of bullshit, whole lot of, you know, street shit going on. Now with Stay Dangerous, I want to ask you, what exactly does it mean to stay dangerous in LA? Shit, it's kind of self-explanatory. I ain't really got to say too much, you feel me? It's stay dangerous. It is what it is. It's how you want to take it. Type shit. With your new project, Bag Chasing, what other tracks you thinking about dropping the visual to? Uh, fucking with you, for sure. Um, shit, what else? Gang with me with Offset Jam. That's my dog. It's a few other ones, but those are like the top two. What song on the project means? the absolute most to you? Shit, to be honest, <clears throat> most, fuck, I don't, I don't even know. I just be pouring my shit out, you <laughs> feel me, on the song, yeah. so. Yeah, that's what it is. And word on the street is that you got something cooking with Koi, mm. LeRae. Yeah. How did you guys end up linking up? Shit, to be honest, she just uh she had just tagged me. She she had posted some shit on her story, and then she was just singing my uh, my shit. Too many problems. This is a song I got out, and um, she, you know she you know she just tagged me and shit. And I told her I was like, man, we should get some shit in. She sent me some shit. I hopped on this shit. <laughs> I got the shit. You feel me? But uh, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, we just yeah, it, it's there. You know. Yeah, she real turns up right now. She lit. She lit right now. Oh God. Now, what type of vibes can we expect with that single? Shit, uh, some turns up vibes. You for sure gonna wanna get fucked up too. You feel me? You gonna wanna get fucked up when you hear it. 
show some shit like that. And I feel like y'all two would just be a perfect vibe together anyway, so I'm super excited to hear it. I'm excited too. Also, I want to congratulate you because I saw that you're expecting a little one. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm having a little, uh, I'm having a son, August and shit, you feel me? I'm a mom, August. so I, I be getting turned up about shit like this. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, what you. was your initial thoughts when you, find, when you found out that you were gonna be a dad? It was crazy, it was just crazy. I had just gone to call that she was pregnant and shit, but, you know, sometimes shit be wrong and shit. You know what I mean? I was just like, man, we gonna we gonna we gonna figure it out when I get to the house. And uh, yeah, she she pregnant. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> now, okay. Do you feel prepared? Yeah, I'm for sure. I'm good. I can for sure take care of a baby right now. I'm straight. I feel like I need that low key to just keep my head on straight type shit, you know, all the fuck shit that be going on. I feel like I, I'm, I'm good right now. He can, he can come whenever. I feel like with kids, people always be complaining about how young you have them, but at the end of the day, kids bring out a different type of grind in you. Like, I really can't explain it, but it's like once you have that kid, it brings out this grind, like you just turns up to the max. Yeah, for sure. You for sure gonna wanna do what you doing times 10, you know, yeah. times 100. Fuck, you feel me? It's not just about you, whatever the fuck you had going on. It's about a whole, it's a whole scenario now. Yeah. Well, like I said, congratulations. That's major. You're gonna be an amazing dad. And then your kid gets to say that you super lit and they dad a rapper, like, you know. <laughs> oh God, right? <laughs> So you have a show coming up in LA. Are you excited to perform back in your city? Hell yeah, man, it's been a minute. You know, last show, shit, I don't even remember it. Oh God, you know, like, oh, I'm ready, you feel me? Everybody pull up if you in LA, May 6th, yeah, it's going up. Oh, I feel God. like you gonna come out and just have that vibe. Shit, I'm waiting for it, for real. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, do what I gotta do. Now, before we wrap up, what else can we expect from you this year? Shit, I got a lot of shit, man. I got shit that y'all wouldn't expect on God. Like, that shit with Koi, like, that's one of them. But, like, you know, I got some shit for real. So, everybody just, you feel me, chill. You know, I got some shit coming out. It's gonna, it's gonna go up. We're gonna have a good year. Bye. And feel free to shout out your home team and everybody else that you want to give a shout out to. Yeah, man. Well, shout out, shout out everybody. Shout out my team. Shout out Scum, Ladiano, all the producers on the tape. Shout out all LA. You feel me? Shout out all the ATL. I fuck with it. Shout out everybody. God. I be riding around the city with like four bangers. I got BVS diamonds on my four fingers. Niggas stay dangerous. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.